Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Start with an indisputable fact. At the beginning of 2023, Governor Ron DeSantis was in first place ahead of former President Donald Trump. Then acknowledge that the DeSantis campaign and Super PAC raised more money than any other campaign, including that of the former president. Many in the GOP billionaire class gushed over DeSantis, promising to spend whatever it would take to vanquish the former president. What could possibly go wrong? Well, everything. So write Kurt Anderson and my guest, Alex Castellanos, who, by the way, the latter is a Republican strategist and a founder of Purple Strategies and a veteran of four presidential campaigns. They wrote those words for Politico magazine in a pre-mortem of the DeSantis campaign. Alex, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. Hey, good to be with you, Michael. By the way, the most important uh, and I think uh, impressive part of Alex's resume, his parents Refugees who fled Castro's Cuba in 1961 came to this country with one suitcase, two children, and $11. What's the short version of that story? Well, we worked our way up to $12 now under Biden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, we were in Cuba. My parents uh, were there when Fidel Castro, Che Guevara, and the gang decided that socialism and Tyranny was the future of a once free land. And so my parents gave up everything to get us to this great place you may have heard about, America, the United States. And it's been a gift from God. I'm grateful every day. Uh, And that's why I got into politics, because I think this whole freedom thing you guys have going on here is a wonderful thing. I appreciate that story. I love it. I'd love to hear the full version sometime. Uh, Alex, with regard to DeSantis, a lot gets said. I loved your piece. A lot gets said about the campaign, uh, thank you. you know, and, and the lack of message and so, so on and so forth. But at its core, it's it's the candidate, right? It all It's always the candidate. You're absolutely right. And DeSantis was doing great until he started to run for president. The downfall of many weak candidates and people got a chance to meet him. And, and there are a couple of things. Personally, he's not a people person. He's a very bright but nerd-like, geeky guy. And if you, it's the worst thing that can happen to a candidate is not when voters don't like you. It's when you don't like the voters. Voters sense that. And that's one thing, I think, that limited uh, DeSantis. But the other thing is that he... Uh, it's just a kind of a diminutive politician. He had no strategy. Instead, he thought that, well, strategies is like a calculator. Uh, I'll just add up all the wonderful issues and things I've done, and, and the candidate that adds up the most pluses wins. No. Running for president, you, you're, you're offering yourself as the leader of the free world, and it's an emotional journey. People don't know what a president will be tested by, but they know it'll be something big and powerful. They want to know who you are. And DeSantis never got big. He never offered that big vision. Nobody chooses what to fight for and die for and vote for with a calculator. 
you choose it. You know, it's like the big decisions you make in your life, right? Who you're going to marry, what you're going to fight for, what you're going to die for. Uh, you do that with, uh, with more than just reason. You do it with your heart. Truly a year ago, Mark Halpern said on this program that he wondered if DeSantis had a glass jaw. And my response, I think, was to say, well, wait a minute, he's he's run statewide twice and successfully in Florida. There's got to be a lot of vetting that goes on in a gubernatorial race in Florida. How much of this, Alex, is that there's nothing like running for president and the scrutiny that comes with it? It's big league ball. You know, you can you can win triple A and be successful but when you face major league pitching it's it's completely different and that's where i think the desantis was exposed if you're making a movie about the presidency you wouldn't cast him as the leader of the free world you'd cast him as the president's very bright but nerdy assistant who comes in the room and says mr president i've got a great idea thank and then the president would say thank you ron and dismiss him it's true and make a big yeah, it's, it's a great observation. He's not the guy that you would put in the lead role. You also, yeah. in, the piece that, in the piece that you authored with Kurt Anderson, you also make the point that, that it was not a money problem. Quote, the campaign and super PAC spent millions on advertising that failed to move voters to their candidate. That's not just an assertion. It's a fact. Yeah, and sometimes the worst thing that can happen to a bad product is a lot of advertising. Uh, and DeSantis had a ton of advertising, but frankly, it wasn't even very good advertising because it was not focused. It didn't tell a great story. You know, one of the fundamental problems here is that there is no demand within the Republican Party for an alternative to Donald Trump. He is the guy that voters want for a lot of reasons. Uh, and to, if you're going to beat him, you can't be Trump minus. You can't be... Well, I'm, I'm a lot like Donald Trump, just not as colorful or as tall uh, or, as, or as interesting. You've got to have a better story than that. And DeSantis never did. Alex Castellanos is a Republican strategist, founder of Purple Strategies and a veteran of four presidential campaigns. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. One other aspect of the essay that caught my eye, uh, you wrote, The Myth, 
an army of paid door knockers would fan out across the country, even in states beyond the early primaries, and deliver the nomination to DeSantis. And then you also wrote this. In 2023, no one in America wants a stranger coming to their door for any reason. Is that aspect of retail politics now over? You know, it's, it is less valuable. It is less important than it was. It's still an organizational tool. Democrats use it uh, to get out a vote you already have, to make your vote turn out efficiently. It's harder because of COVID, because we all shop online now. Door-to-door is not as powerful as it was. One thing door-to-door organization cannot do, though, it is build a brand. You know, there's a reason that Procter & Gamble doesn't come to your door and say, I know you've never heard about this product, but uh, would you consider it? No, they give you the product itself in streaming, uh, electronic media on something emotional. That's how you build a brand. Brand first, then the machinery to turn it out. DeSantis got it completely backwards. You know, I tell folks, look, if you build a church without Jesus, all you got's a warehouse. <laughs> uh, look at Barack Obama. Barack Obama went into states like North Carolina when he ran his first time and found he had ready-made organizations there. Why? Because people fell in love with the candidate because they thought he's the future. America can be a better country than it is. Then that organization is is useful, but not the way DeSantis used it. Alex Castellanos is a Republican strategist and founder of Purple Strategies, a veteran of four presidential campaigns. Will you speak to those in the audience who have said to me, wait a minute, how can the big picture of the GOP nomination be over when only 56,000 and change cast ballots in Iowa? I tried to say, Alex, because it's a mirror of what's to come. It's not just that Iowa has spoken, but how would you, with four presidential campaigns under your belt, answer that question? I would probably say Michael Smirconish is just exactly right. (laughs) It's There is no demand for an alternative to Trump, and here's why. Uh, Think about championship wrestling, WWE, uh, and the bad guys, the black hats are on the other side of the ring, and you know they've been cheating, and they've been lying to the fans and taking advantage of the rules, and the good guys on our side, why, we've sent our very best and nicest and strongest to, to go do battle with them. But our nice guy always gets beat by the corrupt guys on the other side. What do you do? At some point, well, you just say to hell with this. I'm going to find the meanest, toughest, most cheatingest son of a gun on our side and send him over there because that's the only thing that works. And people think Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee again despite his many failings. No, he's going to be the Republican nominee because of his many debilities. Donald Trump eats kryptonite. That's why we want him. The other side has a, you know, they're the hired killers uh, in the black hats. We need a killer of our own. And that's what Trump is. There's no one like else like him on our side. And so there is no demand right now. And also, Michael, you know, the Democrat Party used to be the party of the working class. And the Republicans used to be the party of 
the elite, the people the working class worked for. That's all turned on its head now. Now the Republican Party is the populist party of the working class and the disenfranchised outsiders. And Nikki Haley, God bless her, good governor, many things you could laud about her. But she's the party of that old, she's the representative of that old Republican Party that doesn't exist anymore. The party of the elite, the party of Mitch McConnell. She's Mitch McConnell in a skirt. That party's done. And Donald Trump is the guy who represents the outsiders. So the election's over, I think. Final question for Alex Castellanos, and thank you for being so gracious with your time. If he'd never been indicted, would he have, would Trump have this commanding a lead in the nomination fight? Maybe not. Maybe it'd be close, but, but it's helped him. Again, he's eating the kryptonite. These indictments prove that he's the guy the other side will do anything to try to stop, which means he must be our guy. And, uh, and has, I think Donald Trump could get elected even if he was in prison. It would validate him even more. They might have to put up a few bars here and there in the White House, but don't count him out even if he is convicted. Alex, that was excellent, and I'm very appreciative. Thank you so much. A treat to be with you. Alex Castellanos is a Republican strategist, founder of Purple Strategies, and a veteran of four presidential campaigns. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Hey, gang, thanks for these telephone calls. I thought that Alex was great, and I'm eager to hear what you have to say. Glenn, you're in Jericho, New York. What did you most want to offer? Oh, that was quick. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, all politicians uh, always say they're innocent. You know, Donald Trump's no different than, uh, than the senator from New Jersey or during Abscam. Everybody was uh, innocent. Donald Trump has to be tried and either convicted or set free. You know, that's it. And uh, we'll know. And after he is convicted, if he's convicted, he'll have to drop out. And Why? if he run, if he still Why? runs, then Why? We'll I don't. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't mean, think that he necessarily will have to or will be forced to by his party. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's the whole. Then, then the whole, it's the end. It's the end. Uh, right. Can I just say one other thing? Can I say sure. one other thing? Quickly, yeah. Okay. Uh, is it possible to get on your show a man, a professor by the name of H.L. Brands from Texas, and we can discuss some of the past presidential elections that had a lot of problems in it, like Andrew Jackson? I mean, 
people have to learn about American history because if we don't learn from history, we're, we're going to repeat the problems we have. I don't know if I don't know if we released I don't know if we released as a podcast, but he's been a guest on this program in the past. And maybe maybe we'll we'll do it again just this past March. You got to get him on. Yeah, no, no, we we have. And I I just don't know whether we released it, but it would be it would be worth doing it again. Thank you, Glenn. That's all. That's all a good suggestion. Uh, Ross, you're in Tampa. This guy was elected and reelected in your state and yet floundered on a national stage. How come? Yes, sir. Hi, Michael. Uh, Hi. He's boring. He's, he's very boring. He doesn't have much of a personality. And Florida, as, as everyone knows, has become a red state. And you know, he had the support of the MAGA in Florida. And his opponent, Charlie Crist, I mean, God love him, was a decent guy, but he was kind of a milk toast run through the process year after year. Ex-governor, you know, come and gone. The Democrats like we often do, just didn't put up a candidate that could beat him. And DeSantis just wiped him all over the floor. Right. I mean, that was, was the... But that, that was the, the re-election, the first go-round, and this was before Andrew Gillum had all of his problems, uh, but it was Gillum who was a very attractive candidate running as a Democrat against DeSantis. DeSantis beat him. He, he did, and he had... Of course, he was uh, sucking up to Trump during the entire time. Correct. Uh, yep. He, he has that vote. Florida has become, you know, you can't speak of everyone, uh, but as we all know, it's it's a it's a very red and a, and a deep MAGA state. I, I live in Tampa and I live in Mikiwachi, which is about an hour north of two homes, and they're literally the upside down world. Tampa's pretty progressive and liberal and whatnot. Mikiwachi is an old country town. It's beautiful. But it's extremely blue collar and red, and I see both sides of it. And Trump is—it's all but over. I mean, there's no further. You—you you know the line: the further north you drive in Florida, the more south you are. Yes, that's right. A good way to put it. That's a yeah. good way to oh. put it. Oh, you've never it's, heard uh, that before. All right, that's cool. <laughs> I never have, but I, I hope and pray that somehow either one of them gets in office. Uh, they're just horribly dangerous people. Uh, DeSantis is, now I'm a gay man, and, you know, but I'm in my 50s, I'm not a kid, but just the way that he governs and the bait that he throws out there, he's like the Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's, everything is about the, the social agenda, if you will, and he's very divisive. He, he learned from Trump very well to throw who the fights, meat out there and let the dogs. Yeah, who fights Disney? Right? Honestly, who fights Disney? Who goes after Disney? It's right. just, it's just nutty. Exactly. Ross, thank you. I, I got to run. Now, this is interesting. I, I, like a lot of Floridians, uh, thank you, accepted my invitation to call the program and talk about DeSantis. So there's Patrick in Fleming Island, Florida, and the description of what he's about to say says, your guest was wrong and explains why. And then there's Thomas. He's in Boca Raton. Your guest really nailed it. I love that. So I think I'll go first to the wrong. Patrick, you go first. You think that Alex was wrong because why? Yes, sir. I, I, I really think he was wrong. Uh, your, your previous caller hit it right on the, on the nail. Um, in Florida, we have 720 miles of sandy beaches, but you move off that sandy beach one mile and you are in Mississippi. Right. And, with exception of, of a couple of little places. And, and the MAGA people, 
um, went after – they loved DeSantis. DeSantis's shtick did not sell. We knew this when he ran, ran for president. There is no way. You don't go after Disney. You don't try to kill the cruise ship industry. You don't say that climate change is a hoax. You don't go – you don't say vaccines don't work. Uh, that works for, for the rubes. That works for, these, for the, the MAGA people. But it doesn't sell in the rest of the country with people that are educated. I mean, I hate to say that, but that is the that that is the breakdown. It's education versus not education. And in Florida, we ban books. They don't ban books in in New Hampshire. Uh, they don't ban books in Pennsylvania. That that stick does not fly across the rest of the country. Uh, and in DeSantis, I don't think we knew that he didn't have a chance for, with the rest of the country. But your guests seem to think he, he seems to blame. When he said the bad guys are on the other side and they cheat. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. That's the, but the wait a minute. That's the perception. Alex is not alone because Peter Wenner, Peter Wenner has, has famously, at least in my eyes, said Trump's the guy who'll bring a gun to a knife fight. And the reason evangelicals <laughs> love him is they, they're not fooled. They, they know he's Mr. Two Corinthians. He's not one of them, but he's a hired gun. He's like a, and thank you, Patrick. He's a mercenary. He's a fighter. He, what he does in his personal life, who cares? Grab him by the whatever. That's no. It, it, they just know he's going to go tangle with Schumer and Pelosi and Biden and, and all of those forces that they, they really can't stand. OK, that was the your guest was wrong call. Here's the your guest was right call from Thomas. Go ahead, Thomas. Explain. No, I mean, I think your guest nailed it. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm from Florida, too. I, you know, DeSantis is a boring candidate, but, you know, I don't think he lost the Republican uh, primaries because he was, you know, um, because of his policies that he's done in Florida. But I think he lost because, I mean, I, I've never seen an election like this, but, yeah, he's bringing a knife to a gunfight. You know, he's trying to th- I, I go back to when he had the lead uh, before Trump announced but Trump announced before DeSantis, and for months, Trump nailed him every day with no return fire. And DeSantis never returned fire. Um, he never used the election. You know, he never uh, was out there saying Trump choked. So he helped rebuild tr- his opponent in Trump. He kind of never attacked him on the liability of the uh, stolen documents or any of the other stuff that any other candidate in a normal world would attack. And Trump definitely would have attacked. I mean, if, if DeSantis had 93 oh colonies, Trump yes. would have attacked him. So it's just something that in, I'll in never understand. End, this okay, I, I, well, here's my, here's my take on it. In the end, because he wouldn't go after Trump, he was Trump light. And Trump, Trump stole his act in the same way that, why are you going for Christie? Because before Christie turned on Trump, they were very similar. That was the whole shtick that got Christie elected and reelected in New Jersey as this this no BS truth talker, much like Trump positioned himself. But why are you going for Christie before, again, he turned on Trump? And why are you going for DeSantis when well, you can have the real thing? Like, why am I going to go for the knockoff? Why am I why am I going for Coke Zero when I can have the real product? That's what it was. Uh, Lamont, thank you so much for your call from Baltimore. What did you want to say? Yeah, how you doing? It, yeah, I think it's obvious that Trump will win the primary, but the only thing that allows Biden to win is a victory for Trump in the primary because 
Um, he has the base of the Republican Party, but I don't think he has much more than that. And the only way um, he, he instills such fear and, and just disgust on the other side that you're going to have another victory by Biden. But then the question becomes, what happens to the Republican Party? Because he's destroyed the people that had been identified as the future candidates or the future leaders of the Republican Party. Your Ted Cruz, your Marco Rubio, now uh, Nikki Haley, as well as uh, DeSantis. Where does the party go when he does ultimately lose? And I think they put themselves in a bind because um, you, you can't replace his antics. So what are they going to do? I don't know, because the party today is is a reflection of him. If, if you've got 69 percent of Republicans nationally wanting him to be their candidate, and that's the data that I've seen, the party's been remade in his mold. It's been a long time coming. But it's reflective now of of Trump and not Nikki Haley. So is it rebuilt or does it just continue? I I think the party was headed in this direction anyway. It got there more quickly than it would have. But I remind everybody that the rise of populism and populist issues preceded Trump. Brexit should have been that which caused us all to say, oh, wait a minute. This is this is what happened in the UK. It could happen here, too. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds.